This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book, Morning and Evening. This is the podcast and this is episode number 594. We are at Luke chapter 22, verse 46. That's where the Prince of Preachers, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, has us today. <coughs> Pardon me. And said unto them, why sleep ye? Rise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. When is the Christian most liable to sleep? Is it not when his temporal circumstances are prosperous? Have you not found it so? When you had daily troubles to take to the throne of grace, were you not more wakeful than you are now? Easy roads make sleepy travelers. Another dangerous time is when all goes pleasantly in spiritual matters. Spiritual matters. Christian went not to sleep when lions were in the way or when he was wading through the river or when fighting with Apollyon. But when he had climbed halfway up the hill, difficulty, the hill difficulty, and came to a delightful arbor, he sat down and forthwith fell asleep to his great sorrow and loss. The enchanted ground is a place of balmy breezes laden with fragrant odors and soft influences, all tending to lull pilgrims to sleep. Remember Bunyan's description then they came to an arbor, warm and promising, much refreshing to the weary pilgrims, for it was finally wrought above head, beautified with greens, and furnished with benches and settles. It had also in it a soft couch, where the weary might lean, the arbor was called the Slothful's Friend and was made on purpose to allure. If it might be some of the pilgrims to take up their rest there when weary. And ladies and gentlemen, I believe many, many Christians are in the arbor sitting on the couch and lying down on the couch and doing other things on the couch depend upon it 
it is in easy places that men shut their eyes and wander into the dreamy land of forgetfulness. Old Erskine wisely remarked, I like a roaring devil better than a sleeping devil. Go ahead, Spurgeon. There is no temptation half so dangerous as not being tempted. The distressed soul does not sleep. It is after we enter into peaceful confidence and full of full assurance in the prosperity gospel that we are in danger of slumbering. I added the prosperity gospel. Thank God Spurgeon, Spurgeon did not have to deal with that back in his day. The disciples fell asleep after they had seen Jesus transfigured on the mountaintop. Take heed, joyous Christian. Good frames are near neighbors to temptations. Be as happy as you will, only at the same time be prayerful, and I'm adding prayerful, and watchful. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for this magnificent reminder to those of us who are already saved. At the same time, Lord, we pray for those who are not saved, that they would hurry and get saved by believing in you, Lord Jesus Christ, based upon your holy word, that you spoke, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior as he did, here is how you can be saved from the hell to come and walk with the Lord morning and evening in this life until you go to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty. There is a punishment for sin always. The Holy Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now. If you have never trusted, if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have never received his free gift of salvation, that he died on the cross, for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he loves us and he wants to save us from that awful place 
so that we can go to heaven when we die. Jesus Christ said in one sermon in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and uh, whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, hell is bad news, dear friend. But I have some good news for you. You don't have to go to hell when you die. You can go to heaven. For Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that includes you, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he died for your sins, he suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins and for mine. And for everybody in the world, he was buried and he rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you want to trust Christ as your Savior today so that you can avoid going to hell and go to heaven when you die, pray this simple prayer with me called the Sinner's Prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins and today I choose to turn from my sins with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me was buried and rose on the third day. 
I do believe with all of my heart on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past. Help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you in the new life. Lord Jesus, for it is in your name I pray. Amen. Dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trust that Jesus Christ is your Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.